Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast and welcome to a new year. Um, We are in 2023 now and uh, starting off season three of the Freedom Nation podcast and episode 100 and blah, blah, whatever it is. I have no idea anymore. Um, But we are kicking off some new interviews with folks that uh, just absolutely outstanding people, just like we've done for the last year. Um, season two has just more fun people. And a first of those is Matt Schaup. So Matt, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thank you, Jeff. It's an honor to be here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Glad to have you on the show. Let's kick it off with your story. So tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today and where you are. No, thanks for letting me share that. Yeah. So I am uh, where I would say I'm sitting today is I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur uh, I, I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so that's become a big nice. part of my life. I own a, a business. I instruct and teach kids, and I'm a big fan of Spain. I spent a lot of time and do spend a lot of time in, in Spain, and I just I just love people. I love people's stories and exploring their stories and, and leadership. I'm an author, so I've got a couple of books out, and um, it, it all started about 18 years ago. Uh, I was sitting, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I was sitting in a bank in a very corporate uh, mortgage banking job with a button up shirt and a tie, you know, choking my neck uh-huh. just at a job that I that I absolutely couldn't stand. And I was recently married. It was 2005. So I'm 22, 23 years old. And, and I'm coming home every day just like what what is the what is the point of, of doing this? I'm not happy. I'm working for somebody that um, really doesn't know me really doesn't care about me. And, and I'm getting this paycheck. Um, mm-hmm. Leading up to that, um, you know, I wasn't growing up a very popular kid, good looking kid. I got severely bullied. You know, I didn't play sports. And where I really found my purpose as a kid was about 10 years old. Um, I asked my parents for $200 for uh, a boom box to buy one of those boom box, you know, CD players. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they said, hey, go find a way to make $200 if you if you want it that bad. So I took their lawnmower and I started knocking doors, mowing lawns, knocking doors, shoveling snow. And and that was kind of where I found you know some purpose and some some identity. So I'm sitting here, 2005 March, um, plotting my escape from this bank. And I had a brief experience in college while I was at Colorado State, uh, running a house painting company for a national college painting company. But that's that's not a sexy business, you know. That's dirty. It's in the summer. You're painting. This isn't this isn't something you're going to do for the rest of your life. Uh, but but I learned a couple of things. That experience kind of took me back to my roots of just going out and putting myself out in front of people, knocking on a door saying, hey, I'm here with a product to service. I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't think I'd come back to it. So this all happened on a Tuesday afternoon. I just walk into the bank like any other day. And there's a new guy sitting in the president's office. I'm like, That's really weird. I didn't know. I didn't know who he was. And they literally had just had a changing of the guards. And I go into my desk. I you know, flip the computer onto my office and I see people going into his office and then leaving rather quickly, very upset. Like some are screaming, some are crying. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? 
uh, I was about the fourth one in, pulls me into the office and he says, um, hey, I said, do you want me to sit down? And he goes, oh, no, don't worry. This isn't going to take long. <laughs> so he's in his big banker's desk, you know, in his suit and tie. And I'm standing here like I, I, I think I know what's about to happen. And he said, you know, get all your crap and put it in a box and get out of here. You're fired. Um, he didn't he didn't say who he was or nice to meet you. He didn't even want me to sit down like he's just just talking down and looking down to me. And I go, what What did you say? He goes, I, I, you know, I didn't stutter, did I? You're fired. Get out of here. And he said, maybe you should go back and do that painting thing. That's what he said to me. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm young, fairly, fairly aggressive and angry at that point. And um, I gave him some choice words. And I walked out of that bank with a banker's box with all of my professional belongings. I'm married. I've got an upside down house. I'm six figures in debt. And I've got to make $2,800 in 28 days. And I mm -hmm. remember standing outside that office. I'm about to step into the parking lot to get in my car. And I'm like, I've got to do something. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to work for anybody anymore. Like that was the final straw. It, my my future, my um, family's finances, everything. It was up to this guy that they just rolled in here from who knows where, who had just no respect or care or concern for me or my story or anything. And he's like, get all your stuff and get out. So um, that day I had about a 10 minute drive home and I called some of my painters from college painting days and said, hey. Uh, give me about three weeks. I'm going to start a painting company. And, and again, I didn't think I'd come back to it or that it would continue to be a company close to 20 years later. I just know I needed to make some money in, in this amount of time. So I took the last $100 that, that I literally had to spare, opened up a bank account, and I just went out and I started beating the street, knocking on doors. And um, we grew to a, a million-dollar company in about three years, uh, multi-million in about five and never looked back. So that's okay. the that's the real quick recap of uh, where I am today. And today, that's that's led to writing and speaking and multiple other other businesses. I do some real estate investing, write, speak, coach, and Brazilian jiu jitsu, and then uh, taking entrepreneurs over to Spain on really cool leadership adventures are are my passions. So that's that's me in a nutshell. That is awesome. The best gift anybody ever gave you. <laughs> It, it was the best, it was the best worst day of my life. You know, yeah. I, I share, I, w I was just so angry, you know, and I don't know, I'm sure some of your listeners, right? You told me uh, before we got started, like you've got people that are just sitting there just slowly dying, you know, at, at a job yeah. and they want to step out and step into something and it's unknown and it's scary. But yeah, I was just so upset and then so scared. And then from there, I just went to action. And that action was very driven by being pretty upset for a while, but yeah. that only gets you so far. So, yeah. yeah, the uh, the wife and kids starving at home is probably the motivator motivator bigger than than anything at that point. So. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife was so supportive. You know, it was funny. I called uh, my painters that I knew before I called her when I got home. She goes, hey, you're mm -hmm. home early. <laughs> She's working yeah. part time. Yeah. So she goes, why, why are you home so early? I go, well, this guy came in and fired me. And she's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And I said, you know, I got to I got to go. I got to get to work. Just trust me, we're going to start this business. And she's like, Hey, I believe in you. Let me know how I can help. And, um, she's been there the whole, the whole journey. That's so important. That's genius. Well, I mean, that's and good, you know, good for you that it, it actually did, you know, you were able to, to do that. So, so let's talk a little bit about the yeah. painting business. I mean, it's, it's competitive, yeah. uh, yes. challenging for, cause you're dealing with other people that have to, uh, you have to encourage to work and all that. What What do you think yes. caused you to be successful? I mean, you've been doing it for twenty years. So I had I had a little bit of background. So I had four years of okay. uh, the college painting program, and they were really good. 
about teaching you how to go out and canvas and knock on doors. So I had a lead generating source and structure that I was really good at. But, um, you know, what I remember really clearly and what I'd encourage new business owners to think about is especially now 2022, right? This, this was 05 when I started, but there's so many messages out there, right? That are trying to grab your attention and you go out as a new business and you're like, how do I get a customer's attention? First, I have to find out who they are. I need yeah. to interrupt a conversation and, and an attention that they already have with something. And there's a million ways to do it. So business owners try a million different things two or three times. None of them work because mm -hmm. they didn't really master any of them. And they're like, well, this doesn't work. So I found one thing and I measured it and I knew what my return was going to be. And I really encourage business owners. We were successful. We did a half million our first year because I knew if I knocked on doors, that was my mm -hmm. one. And my two was, believe it or not, I hung out at Lowe's and Home Depot on the weekends yeah. in the paint aisle, right? Okay. I go to the hot dog cart. I go buy a hot dog from the hot dog guy, walk, walk up and down, and they never found me out or kicked me out. And mm -hmm. uh, people would be looking at a paintbrush. Hey, do you got any questions about that paintbrush? Do you work here? No, but I'm a painter. Oh, you're a painter. Yeah. And I knew if I hung out for this much time, I generate this many opportunities. So getting really clear on that method was a big reason for success. Um, another one was I was very driven. Uh, again, I was, I was pissed still. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to come home and not be able to support my wife. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to make this happen. It was a very strong why. And then my son comes along two years later that made it even stronger. And, um, those were the two biggest things. My biggest mistake was not trusting, relying on and finding and connecting with really great people that could help scale the business. I grew the business really hard, but that just meant I worked harder and harder. And there's no freedom in that, right? Like I was, yep. I was worse than my boss that I was working for that yep. fired me some days. So. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about you. You do some uh, leadership things over in Spain. So tell me a little bit about that. You know, I studied at Colorado State University and on a whim one semester, uh, Spanish professor. She's still a great friend of mine. She goes, Hey, you would really love my country. You should go over there. There's uh, beautiful women and sangria and partying and a little bit of this history that we, that we study here. <laughs> so, okay. Well, yeah, I, you, I, yeah, you got me, you, you had me at beautiful women. So uh, you, let's you go had, you had me there. So I, <laughs> I signed up to study abroad, lived with a family, uh, traveled all over the country and just, just fell in love. Like a piece of my yeah. heart is there. So um, as I've grown the businesses and the companies, my, my passion is always sharing the culture with people. So I'll bring back coffee. I cook Spanish paella, Spanish dishes for people. And we actually uh, kind of did a test run. I took my leadership team of uh, our companies mm. over to Spain back in March to do, you know, obviously a historical cultural tour. But then we uh, tied in some leadership experiences. So like Amazing Race uh style type of challenges cool. and experiences to really push people out of their comfort zone. And then I also fell in love with uh, the Camino up north, the yeah. uh, the St. St. James Trail and Pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking a group over in April, uh, at the end of April this year, about 10 people to go hike uh, 70 miles of the Camino. So yeah, I just love going over there. It's a, it's kind of an unplug, it's an escape, and it's just a little bit of a different world where I can just step away from just the busy American life. Um, mm -hmm. And I've just got a lot of great relationships over there. And just the people that when, when people come over there with me and get to see that, it's just so cool to, to see yeah. them experience that. Yeah, that's awesome. One of my one of my good friends, uh, Roger Williams, is uh, the 
he runs the Crosser Offer podcast and that one of his his first really major uh, thing he crossed off his bucket list was the the Camino. He did the full 150 yeah. kilometer. Okay. Yeah, that whole that whole <laughs> thing is like 30 days. Yeah, I haven't done the yep. whole thing. Um, I, I'd love to do that. And I will do that for sure. It's just it's it's just beautiful out there. Yeah, you learn a lot about yourself. And when you're just walking, it's just you and everything you mm -hmm. need on your back for a day or a week or whatever it is. And it, yeah. it's a really cool experience. Well, it's, yeah, I think the funniest thing in Rogers, you know, he, he had planned to go, you know, his whole thought process was, oh, you know, I'm going to go over, I'm going to have the, you know, the podcast and I'm going to do, you know, episodes and interview people and all this. And he goes, I got over there and came to the realization that this is about me and it's about mm -hmm. them. And it's not about the, you know, it's not about me trying to get something from this. It was just me, you know, inside myself. Um, yep. And then he made these amazing, you know, connections the whole time he did it. And, you know, that was the role. That was the, the big thing about it was the connections he made with other people. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. That's awesome. Well, cool. So uh, you have something coming out here at the end of the month. What's uh, what's going on? Yeah, it just came today. So I wrote a book. It's my second book. It's uh, Painted Baby, Connect okay. with Clients Through Brave and Vulnerable Storytelling. And it's actually... Uh, this book shares my biggest uh, embarrassment, worst moment, worst screw up as a business owner in the okay. painting company. It's actually when we had a paint sprayer explode on a job site and we <laughs> almost killed killed a customer's baby. We had paint explode all over this baby. And um, from that experience, I learned that you know people don't necessarily always want to hear your five-star A-plus shiny marketing brochure. Here's how we're great. And this was a mistake mm -hmm. I made. For a long time, I was painting a picture of perfection. And that actually prevents true connection with people you serve. And I was forced um, to tell uh, the biggest contract I ever signed to share with this client. He said, I want to know about a time you screwed up and what you did about it. And then maybe mm -hmm. I'll consider giving you this job. And like, when are we ever asked to do that? Like you're on, yeah. you're on Instagram and social media and everything showing the, the beautiful family photo and everything is pristine and perfect. And, you know, I shared it with him. He, he laughed because it's a hilarious story. And he, you know, he said, Hey, you're the kind of guy I want to do business with. And I, I learned from that experience that, you know, we as humans build trust when somebody goes first and they say, Hey, here's a time when I was at my worst, I was at my rock bottom, I, I you know, dropped the ball, and, and your humanness comes out and then they reciprocate and they go, Oh, my gosh, this guy's human, too. We just we forget a lot that we're just humans serving other humans in business, and we're not perfect. And, um, you know, it allows you to set better expectations and build deeper relationships. So um, well, this will be that's, perfect. That's the now gist. That, yeah, now that you got the book, if you ever get that answer again, here, read the book. <laughs> that, no, that's right. Here you go. Take it. Take the book. That is awesome. Well, cool. Let's uh, let's transition to the next phase here. What's yeah. uh, let, into the fast five questions? Mm -hmm. So you wake up in the morning. Your business is gone. You have five hundred bucks in your pocket, laptop, computer, place to live, um, food and drink. What are you going to do first? I'm I'm going to restart another business because I think at that okay. at that point, like I've got to count on me. I'm not going to count on anybody else. Um, you know, I would I'm licensed in real estate. I'm assuming that that didn't get taken away from me. I mean, I would just get out. I would get really laser focused and go back to my roots of, look, I'm going to pick one thing that I know I'm going to find a method to go generate X amount of dollars and X amount of days. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't turn right back around and think that I could establish everything that I have now. 
because mm-hmm. all of these businesses now were done one at a time. And I didn't step away from one until the other one was really running and, and operating. So yeah. I would just get super laser focused. And, you know, whether that was the book, taking the trips to Spain, I would just, I would just pick what that is and, and just go for it. I think just go to Spain all the time. Life would be good. It, it would be, it would be. Yeah, no, it would. And I would, I would tell the people that maybe I owed some money to, Hey, I've only got 500 right now. Give me, give me a little leeway for, for yeah. a couple of weeks. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yep. Exactly. What, well, I, I, you've already shared this, but uh, what, what do you, what would you consider your biggest business mistake ever? Is, is thinking that it's all about me and for me. And I, and I talked a little bit about this in regards to the people is um, growth and scale are two totally different things. Um, mm-hmm. you, you have somebody working a job, they're an employee, they work, they change time for money, then they become they think a business owner, but they're self employed, they're just working for themselves, they probably hate their boss more now than they did before. And there's no way to leverage any other resources. So I was so confident in myself. This is about me. I did this. I don't need your help. You know, I, I'm going to hire you, but I can do this better than you. So I'm really not, I'm going to hire you, but then I'm going to micromanage you. And I didn't bring in great leaders and people that were really aligned with my vision. I didn't know what it was. Um, And when I started doing that, I was able to step out of these businesses. I basically just became trapped in, in my business. And I was wondering why I couldn't keep people around. So just really understanding people and the human dynamic mm-hmm. and just how to treat people and lead people and, uh, and inspire people. And then, you know, getting distracted. There were times when I would start or think about another venture when one wasn't hundred percent ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then the wheels kind of start coming off that one. So those are, those are a couple right there. That's awesome. Of, of the many, right? Of the minute. Yeah, I was going to say, pick one and be done with it. What's a good book that you would recommend for our audience? So I would recommend an author that I that I'm really fond of. He's become a great friend of mine is uh, Mike McCallowicks. And he has gosh, like, like eight books out now, Uh, Profit First, Pumpkin Plan, Get Get Different. Um, But I would say go check his stuff out. He he does a really great job of um, pragmatically and scientifically breaking things down um, to to implement into your business. Plus he's got really bad jokes too. So dude, and he's, and you know what it's funny is he's like, he's just the coolest, most down to earth guy when, when you meet him and he is, I like his jokes. He makes most of them make me laugh. And, uh, he's a, he's just a really funny guy and a great human too. Like it's the, the mic you get in the books is the mic you get. He's very authentic. Yeah. yeah, And that's, that's the thing I will say. I mean, Mike, there, there's two things he, two things I learned about Mike when I, when I first read profit first, you know, I love profit first and, I think I read, you know, the next two books in, in line, Pumpkin Plan and mm-hmm. then uh, then uh, Surge, I think it was. But you know, Surge, one of the yeah. cool things he does say, you know, if you if you email me, I will get back with you. And and I and he does did that very thing. I mean, I emailed him, and probably three days later, he he emailed back, and I was kind of busting his chops about something. And I mean, he just he comes right back at you, and He'll give it. Yeah, it he was, will. Uh, it was great to get to know him. He's just a, he's a good dude. So yeah, and he, he is. is the no, he is the guy that yeah. There is no BS. The guy he is on, in the books is the guy who he is in person. So well, and I and I love that in business. You know, because I, I, in the authorship and speaking space, yeah. you know, you look up to and admire these people. And I've met some people uh, that they're not the same guy. They're on stage yeah. spe- speaking about integrity, and then they're jumping off the stage and they're doing things without a lot of integrity. Um, so just, it's, it's really refreshing to meet people and just know that there's the good guys out there in, in the business yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And he's a writing machine. So 
yeah, he's working on like number nine or 10 right now. Yeah. I know. Amazing. All right. Uh, what is a good tool that you use in your business every day? I always give the example of like an Evernote for me. You know, I'm, I'm not fancy. I use Outlook on my laptop and my Apple phone, iMessage and, and just the basics. I've tried all these other kind of fancy CRMs and it just adds another, another layer. I have a very color coded, correct calendar proportionate yep. and, it, and it works for me. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. All right. Final question. What is your definition of freedom? Yeah, it's being able to wake up every day and do what you want when you want, be excited about what you're doing and knowing that you have enough, um, you know, resources from different avenues coming in to where uh, if, if family calls or something more important than business, which there's a lot of things more important than business, um, if that calls, you can pause or put down what you're doing and go go tend to that. Um, I, I don't think it's, you know, you get to this magic day and number and then you just stop working. I tried that a number of years ago and I got really bored really quick. So. <laughs> well, that's the big thing. You know, when we talk about Freedom Day, it's like, okay, it's it, the our, our uh, you know, what we say is it's more than a finish line. So it's not, you yes. know, retirement where you just stop doing stuff. It's it's just, it's the beginning of the next step. And, and you've mm -hmm. got to have yeah. something to replace that with um, that, that keeps you going. Otherwise, you get old and die. So. Yes. And it, and it, and it um, be, being to that position and in that place, it really realigns you with what your passions are. It's like, Hey, now, now that I can do what I want to do, like I thought, Oh, I'm going to get out of this painting business. I don't love painting. I suck at painting. I, I, I don't like it. I love the people. I love the challenge. And, and I, I knew I was in that space when I had the opportunity to sell it, walk away from it, whatever it is. And, yeah. and I don't, and I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. You don't, you, you don't love the, the, the process, but you love the business. Yeah, I'm a bad painter. You should see some yeah. of my work. It's not, it's not great. <laughs> I hire good people to paint. We do. We do. Well, Matt, if somebody needs to get or is interested in getting in contact with you or learning about the book more, what's the best place to get a hold of you? Yeah, best place is my website, mattshaup.com. I've got a free free set of tools that I send out to grow your business, advance your leadership, and um, all the info about everything I've got going on is right there. Beautiful. Well, uh, Matt, we'll include that in our show notes, everybody. So just look down wherever you're listening or seeing this. Look down in the show notes. Matt's information will be there as well as the books that he recommended. Um, thanks all of you for joining us. And thank you, Matt, for being on the show today. Appreciate it. Jeff, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate what you're doing for the, for the community you serve. You are welcome, my friend. Uh, folks, we do these shows every week, twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So uh, make sure that you subscribe to the channel wherever you're at. And coming soon, you'll hear about our new Freedom Nation community that is coming up. And you'll hear more about that along with the upcoming Freedom Nation book uh, or the Freedom Day book that is coming out here at the end of the month to share some of our concepts. So I am looking forward to that. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.